constantly living with your your teammates and not really having an opportunity to get away and just overall your thoughts on life inside the bubble right now uh, it's all good mate um let's get, let's be clear mate this, this is not syria mate you know what i mean like it's not it's not that hard it's not that difficult mate. you know what i mean it's we're living in a bloody resort you know everyone's got to complain everyone has their own preferences mate but you know it's not <laughs> it's not anything too serious Volume 10, we are on camera today because I actually am able to have a day off from work. So it's my, it's your boy, Nelson, who was original. I'm here with my co-host, my Cody, my Cody from the West Coast. Introduce yourself, my brother. Hey, man. As y'all can see now, I'm finally pixelated, so I don't mind being on camera. <laughs> my man don't got my shit was looking like a television Metal cube. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, they don't know about that. Yeah, you don't know what iCube is. Shout out to the PlayStation Jam Packs. Yeah, we, we show I'm showing my ass right now. I'm showing my ass at my age. Yeah, the age, but they don't know about no Parappa rapper. Parappa the rapper. Base base cameras looking like Metal Gear Solid graphics. Yeah, it actually was looking <laughs> crazy. The lightning was bad. All that, as y'all can see now, you can see my eyes is low. See this mark on my head. I don't know what the fuck that is. So. I'm not liking this camera too much because of this. It's too pixelated. I mean, shit. It's in crystal clear collateral clarity. You know what I mean? Right. You got to show the face behind the case. Well, I mean, the good cases, not the bad cases. But yeah, yeah. volume 10, show your work. We here. Um, how you living, bro? Man, same old thing, man. 1400, come through. Give me Soon my cup. That's that's the that's the that's what they should be dropping, not fucking drones and bombs in the Middle East. Like drop my check in my bank account and in mailboxes. But you know, this ain't a political podcast. We can talk about that. We 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 be we be going off for two hours about that shit because the politics is fucked up right now. But politics is dropping my fourteen hundred. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need that on Monday, Joe. I don't care. I don't care about uh. I don't care about what's going on in Saudi Arabia. Where is my money, sir? Word. That's all that okay. matters. Right all right, word. So, uh, for volume two, we got a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of basketball, but we'll save that for later. I mean, a lot happened with the All Star game. Kyrie saying Kobe wants Kobe should be the NBA logo. The Atlanta Dream finally getting sold from uh from Kelly Leffler. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll preview the second half schedule as well. That came out. Um, we'll discuss like strength of schedule, who has the toughest schedule, moving for who has the easiest road to the to the playoffs. Um, we'll also talk about what happened yesterday in regard to Zlatan Ibrahimovic and his comments on LeBron James and LeBron clapping back on ESPN right after uh the Blakers Blazers game. But we'll discuss that. I have a promo I got to cut on that as well. And how about the media smoke and dust? We talking about the nerds ruining sports. We talk about that every other day, but let's talk about it at a more grander scale. Um, mm-hmm. And a couple of trade rumors, but we'll start first with uh, Tiger Woods. Um, this happened, what, Tuesday or Wednesday, right? It was in the middle of the week. Tiger Woods got into a really bad accident. Um, car was damn near totaled. Car was just mangled. Uh, fortunately, he was able to survive. He was taken out by the jaws of life. Um, he had suffered multiple leg fractures, which they did surgery on. So he broke his fibia and his 
or his fibula, his tibia. He's he broke the major bones. He has plates, rods, screws all over his all over his feet, all over his legs. Like he had, he's gonna be out for a while. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate. You know, we know he had the back surgery. You know, if you haven't seen the HBO Max documentary that Chronicle is like that was out. Excuse me, but there was a lot. You know, a lot's been going on with Tiger. So he's coming back from injury. This happens, and. You know, fortunately, he's okay. He's alive. He's going through surgery. He's doing what he needs to do. The only thing I don't like is that ESPN acted like he died. And that's all they mm-hmm. talked about for fucking 48 hours. And I'm just like, bro, like, I understand you want to talk about it. But don't talk about it as if the guy died. The guy's still alive. And he's still, fortunately, here with us. You know, but, um, I mean, what do you think is next for Tiger? Do you think he should chill? Do you think he should retire? Do you think, like, how long does he take from this? Because this is going to take at least eight at least a year for him to come back from these injuries. And then remember he did have, a, he was still was coming back from back issues. So do you think he should retire? Do you think he should just chill? Should he go chill and go play in the senior, that senior tournament that doesn't count? Like what, what do you think? What do you think he should do? Uh, first of all, thank God, man. You know, he was really washed over by higher power because I, you know, as soon as you hear a car accident, you just think all bad. And then, especially right. when they said they had to use the jaws of life to get him out. So, thank God, man. He, he's blessed. Like, you know, from everything that's been happening, because this is the second incident related to a car as well in the past couple of years. Uh, remember, he got pulled over, and I don't know if they charged him with the DUI, but he was like... He was on the influence. Uh-huh. Yeah, of, of a lot. He was on everything. So, you know... So you, you could just tell. And the first thing I thought about is, you know what, I've been joking, not heavy joking, but I've been joking enough on the fall back because he's definitely going through no. something. He's going through substance abuse problems right now. And this wasn't based on substance abuse, but you could just tell right. it's still messing with him. And it's probably because his body is in pain because I didn't realize how much pain he was until I watched that HBO Max right. documentary, the second part, which went into in detail about him having those type of problems right. so you know basically at this point right now i think of course he got he got surgery and of course right now he has to sit out i don't think he should retire i think the worst thing that could happen for him one of the worst things i should say and i can't speak for him is him retiring at this point i think he still you know he can go as long as his body will go obviously but i think he has a little bit more time on his hands it's just you right. know, i always think about everything that we don't see far as using drugs and alcohol to sustain the pain. Right. I would agree. Um, it's regards to the crash. They actually, this is from the LA times. Uh, I don't know when was this on the 24th. It was a couple of days ago from Richard Winston and Haley Smith. They actually said that, that it wasn't like you said, obviously it wasn't related to any, like un, any influence of alcohol or drugs. It was purely an accident. Yeah. They nothing more about that. There's no criminal. There's gonna be no criminal charge, charges filed against them. It's purely an accident. Um, the only thing that he said was the black box from Woods SUV. I guess that you know that determines like the speed at the at the time of the crash. That will provide investigators with how fast he was driving when he lost control. Um, it was trading. It was traveling at a greater speed than normal when it you know when it crossed the center divide and it, you know everything happened with the injury with the accident and such. Um. In regards to Tiger, it sucks because the thing is with him, he's had a history of rushing back from injuries. Mm-hmm. 
he had uh, you know he had the he's had the back the terrible back injuries he's rushed back from. I think he had a really bad knee injury a couple of years ago that he rushed back yeah. from. And he always has those setbacks where it's like, all right, he rushes back, he shows he does well, and then it's like it catches up to him. This is serious though. I mean, the fibula and the 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 um, fibula and tibia are like the two biggest major bones in your leg. I think the tibia is the longest one, if I remember correctly, but. Those are major injuries. And then you have rods and plates and screws and all types of shit in your feet. So that takes a long time to come back from. Also, with the way he swings, which I'm not the biggest golf fan. Like, I watched it when Tiger was playing because, I mean, come on, black man playing golf, I'm going to watch it. Like, I don't watch the, I don't watch these white folks. But, <laughs> like, with Tiger, his swing is very violent. And that leg that he, I think he hurt is the one that he plants on in regards to getting all his torque and, you know, smacking the ball as hard as he can. So... There's that also, so it's like you have to rest for that for at least to get your power to come back. Because if you don't got your power, what do you you know? You don't really got nothing to do unless you go play the senior courses, which obviously that's up to him. But I know him. We know he's a really competitive guy. The guy's literally got through everything, rushes injuries to come back, and he wants to beat Nicholas's record because I think he's three behind. I think Nicholas has eighteen, he has fifteen. Yeah. So we know how competitive of a person he is. The only thing is that you have to you have to sit down. I mean, there's no way to rush this. You have to let it, just let it, you know, let it, let the, let the recovery go as the recovery goes. I mean, for him, I know he really loves the game. He knows, that's all he's known since he was, you know, a toddler. And the guy's 40-something years old. So, I mean, if I were him, you know, and I can't speak on him, obviously, like we said, but I would just chill, let your body recover, and go coach your son. Like, that's the closest thing you're going to get because you're not going to be able to play. You could walk him. You could walk him. Walk him on. You know how to play the game and how to be better, and just coach him. You know to kind of get your love for the game. You know, kind of, you know, get that love for the game, that feeling, until you're able to actually go back and compete again. Because you don't. We don't know what's gonna happen. He could recover, and then in six, seven months, they tell him, "Yo, you can't play anymore. He can't rush through it like the back surgery. Like he can't. You know, there's that. When it comes to you know screws and rods and plates, and considering the age he's in, and considering the wear and tear on his body. You know, there's that there's that factor because you know that your body eventually breaks down, and this is a serious injury. It's not like this is you know a multitude of injuries. Then you have that one injury that breaks down. It's like, all right, yeah, well, you know, it happens. You know, your body broke down, and even one small injury you're away from. But with him, this is such a serious, serious, serious injury that you have to you know you have to chill from that physically, and then mentally, there's you know him wanting to keep playing and pushing himself. But meanwhile, it's like, dude, you just there's that, and then the fact that when you get into a car accident, that just stays in your head for a while. There's mm-hmm. that PTSD. It's that you know that you keep playing it back in your head. You're thinking about that as you're you know for simple things. If you can't even move the way you move anymore, you think about that car accident. So there's that shock and that you know being lucid from all of that. You have to shake that off. Then it comes to you know feeling you know getting muscle memory again and all that type of stuff that takes time you know this isn't right. like okay yeah seven months and you're good like there's recoveries there's the mental recovery the physical recovery even an emotional recovery so it's a lot i mean for me if i were him i would take no i, I would not come back in more than in less than a year absolutely not i mean you have to just chill like i said just go you know watch the game coach coaches you know he should coach his son do something to kind of help substitute him playing and then if he's getting himself back in the, you know, back in his spirits and he feels ready to play again, then that's fine. But you can't, you can't rush this back. I mean, this wasn't a golf related injury. This is a, this was a life injury. This is something that you could have lost your life in, in the span, you know, in one quick second. So I think he should just take a break, just chill, 
get his body right, get his mind right, and then if he wants to play cool and if he feels like he can, all right. But don't don't rush into you know don't rush into that into that injury. Hold on one second, bro. Like this man right outside. Just uh, you said it best. Like he's a competitor. He's one of the greatest ever. Just an athlete in general, not even just golfers. Just one of the greatest athletes we ever seen. So individual athletes or just athletes in general. Uh, so that's the key point. It's the competitor aspect of it because when you do something for so long especially if you're great at it, you tend to want to keep doing it because that's all you really know. You know, outside of that, you know, it's it's the other things that got in the way of him getting to that point. And then it's also going back to the injuries as well, more so the injuries than anything else. So with him, yeah, you don't want to rush back. But, you know, with a competitor, it's kind of hard to tell them just sit down. And I agree with you. At this point right now, he should be teaching his son the game, which it seems like he's doing as well. But when you are the best at what you do, or at some point you were the best for consistent years or even one year, you always had this thing in the back of your mind. Let me try to go back and get that again. Even if I'm old, let me figure out ways to get it. Now, with modern medicine, he can get to that point where it's like, okay, maybe it's something that he can do for stem cells or anything of that nature. I know I don't know if he can get the uh the German surgery. The German surgery was like the, Col- the Kobe the Kobe surgery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he got in Greg Oden and a couple other players. Uh right. I don't know if he can get that done, but you know, he, I think he'll figure out a way if it's a way for him to get anything he can or at advantage without it being steroids. Hopefully he doesn't have to use any HGH, but at this point, if it helps you. Physically, I'm all for that, by the way, when it comes to AGAs. I don't care who takes it, man. Just take it. And as long as you're not, you know, killing yourself, you're not going crazy with it. Like, right. you know, professional wrestlers were at one point and football players, then I have no problem with it. Using it yeah. So I have no problem with that when you're going to OD with it. But, you know, uh, we, we know he'll definitely be back because he won't quit. And that's the type of mindset you have. And then. He is chasing that, you know, so to speak, goes. He is chasing Jack Nicholson for 18 championships, and he's trying to go past that. I, I believe he's trying to go for four more if he can. Right, yeah. Because, yeah, four, he, he breaks the record. But, um, yeah. man, and at the same time, like, he, has, he hasn't really – I can't say he hasn't spent time with his family, but now you have more time to spend with your family to figure out, catch up with them, you know, just like you got nothing else to do. You can't go play golf. Go to your kid and go see what's going on with your wife and all that stuff. But, you know, I hope – praise up for Tiger. I hope he's all right. You know, glad he's still here and, you know, he could recover from that. But that shit was crazy. I'm just like, really? Like, we just talk about him on HBO Max and we talk about his documentary and then some shit happens to him again. And I was worried because I'm like, damn, if it's something related to alcohol or drugs, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, like, this guy can't do anything else. Yeah. But fortunately, it was just a very freak accident. But unfortunately, sometimes shit like that happens that has to get your mind right. You know, as as much as it sucks, like everybody goes through that one time when they're like, "Oh, you know, all right, I gotta get it together." You know, I need to, you know, lock down and see, figure out my priorities in life and go forward with that. You know, so maybe he gets, takes his time to think about life after golf too, after playing golf, because he could still do something else in golf in another realm. We know his legacy, we know his influence, his impact. Like that's never gonna be diminished, and he's always gonna get praised for that. But there's that as well. Um. Amen. Praise up the tiger. And regards to another uh, 
another thing. Let's move forward with Russell Wilson, the trade rumors. I think this is bullshit. I think it's just the, him telling the Seahawks, like, bro, get your shit together. Um, at first they said, the first they said they demanded the trade. They, he asked for it. But then Adam Schefter said, a, uh, like, a little, I think, mere hours later, Russell Wilson has not demanded the trade, which is agent Mark Rogers had told ESPN. He told the Seahawks he wants to play in Seattle, but if a trade was considered, the only teams he will go to are the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, and Bears. Hmm. I think it's bullshit. I think this is just a, a blow, you know, and I'm sorry because I know we we happen to know a lot of Chicago fans who are Bears fans like, yo, bring Russell Wilson. I'm like, right. it's not happening. Unless you trade three first for him or you give him a nice offer, I don't think they're going to do it. I think this is Russell Wilson or somebody telling the Seahawks, yo, get your shit together. Like, give me an O-line, please. I'm tired of running around all day. Because the Seahawks really just need a good O-line. That's and it. they don't, you know, they don't really go forward with that. So, um. I just hope, you know, I think it's, I think it's smoke and mirrors, you know, I don't know what you think, but for me, I think it's all, bro. I think it's just all like, it's just, it's a warning shot to Seattle. Like, listen, get your shit together or else, you know, I got to go somewhere else. I, I believe it's true. The reason being is, you know, he hinted at something, not even probably a month ago. It wasn't that long ago when he was just saying like, you know, I can use some help and that's, you know, different. Than what we know, Russell. I've been through there. Ain't ain't shit out there. He said, "Ain't no Wi-Fi out there." He's not lying. I don't even think they got cell phones. <laughs> but at the airport, he said that, which is hilarious and it's true. Uh, so you don't want to play them in the first round because once again, a really good bird. Uh, the second seed is the Clippers. I think you know everybody was saying last year, and I was saying, I right, you got to relax." How the Clippers could beat the Lakers? I think this year. If the Clippers were to face the Lakers right now, the playoffs started, the Clippers dusting them. Easy. Right now. Right now. Even with Paul George having that foot injury right now, you can tell it's still bothering him because he only getting like 13 points, whereas the beginning of the season, he was putting up like 25 or so. Uh, so with the Lakers, you don't want to drop below. They right now, the third seed, they don't drop below. But otherwise than that, you know, uh, the Warriors are the seventh seed, right? Right now in the West. The Warriors are, I want to say they're the seventh seed, but let me double check that. I just had it up, man. Let me tell you. It's all there. good. Let me see. The Warriors. Hold on. I'm gonna, I got to go into that NBA real quick. Let me see. Oh, this is the That's the Let me see. Let me see the Warriors. I got you right now. Just pulled up. The Warriors are, no, the West. Warriors are seventh seed, yes. Okay, let me look at their schedule. You can pull it up here. Yep, that has all the schedule stuff. Okay, so now they play tomorrow against the Lakers, and I'm looking forward to that game. I actually got that as a win for the Warriors. Uh, They play Portland, Phoenix, Clippers. They got a tough-ass schedule for March. Yeah, the yeah they they were listed. I think on that on that chart they were listed as the either eighth or ninth. They're right. The Knicks, the Knicks and the Warriors are like right next. I think the Knicks were tenth, and I think the Warriors are ninth. So they they're in the top ten of the hard. They're in the 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 half of what you know of strength of schedule. That's tough. Okay, let me look. And the Lakers, the, the Lakers. Lakers have the the Lakers were listed as the fourth. So if you go into March. Yeah, you play. They play the Warriors tonight. 
right? They play tonight, correct? No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is tomorrow. My bad. Yeah, so you got yeah, like Phoenix, Sacramento, Phoenix, Sacramento. Like, look at that March schedule. That's all playoff teams except for Orlando, Cleveland, Minnesota, and Minnesota. And the Pelicans are right there. The Pelicans, I think, are a game back of the of the ten play of the ten the ten seed. So that's that all playoff teams, right? That's all I playoff mean, teams, right there, brother. Yeah, because I'm looking to see. Because I think you know. Can they get past Indiana? No, they can't. They can get past the I mean, Kings. Look, and then here's the thing. Indiana, you're playing the East team, but look who they have. They got DeMontis, Salonis, and Miles Turner. Yeah, they got Solo and Indiana. We already know Miles Turner at one point was, I think, leading the leagues in blocks. Yeah. Like, they Miles Turner. Miles Turner who's, is who the Celtics should have gotten instead of fucking Tristan Thompson and, Rod, and, and all that shit. But, oh, Simpton yeah. Thompson? Yeah. I'm fucking but you know, I'll get my number. It's he he want to be in Calabasas right now. He don't want to be out Facts. there in the, the main streets of Boston. Oh, they yeah. Really I'm looking at their March schedule. So, yeah, I mean, GSW, Minnesota. That's a hard. That's a that's a difficult schedule. You know. Let me look at the the Clippers and then we can move on. Yeah, the Clippers were the Clippers were I think sixth if I remember correctly. Boston, Washington. They got a decent schedule. They can play the Spurs twice in the back-to-back. Away, Milwaukee, Orlando. Yeah, this isn't a bad schedule in March. They might hold that second seed. They may. I mean, as long as nobody gets hurt. They may. Um, But then there's also the... uh, there's also the interesting dilemma, the interesting dilemma of remaining games, which San Antonio, ha- San Antonio, Memphis, and Washington have the most. Um, for the most part, everybody's like a, the the Clippers have the least amount with 37. For the most part, it's like 38, 39. I think everybody, I think every team has faced a cancellation. Um, the Knicks mm-hmm. only have one game. I think I got canceled. I think. Although the Knicks have 39, maybe the scheduling is different, but. Yeah, the most games is going to be San Antonio with 44 because, remember, San Antonio got hit with the with the virus hard. Um, and Memphis and Washington. So, I mean, it's going to be – it's going the second half is going to be interesting. I mean, the, you know, there are a couple teams that are getting more uh, games. Um, I think the Knicks got an extra four games, I think. There's a Knicks-Bulls game on ESPN, I think. I forgot the date, though. But I think the Knicks and the Bulls got a game. They got a game with Toronto. I think a game with Boston and a game with somebody else. I just can't remember who, but they, I know they got four games, four more games on uh, national TV. About so I think it's for March or April. But like they've discussed how like a lot of a lot of the teams now that weren't really supposed to be playoff teams are in the playoffs now and aren't getting that many nationally televised games. So they kind of made they kind of made a little bit of a a push to get those teams some games. So I know the Bulls got a couple, the Knicks got like I think four. I think Indiana got a couple too. Like they added a couple. Uh, they 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 changed a couple of games to make them a uh, national TV. So, you know, it's good to see that it's not going to be the same teams every year. Like obviously, we want to people going to see the Warriors and the Lakers and the Clippers and the Nets and shit. But now, we're going to start seeing the Knicks on national TV. Now we're going to start seeing the Bulls on national TV. Now, like it's a lot of young exciting teams. So, I mean, definitely, you know, we have something to look forward to in regards to you know the NBA and what's to come next. But. Yeah, a lot of basketball shit happened this week. So, I mean, yeah. 
to wrap, I mean, this is to. I mean, I guess the last topic is gonna be. Ah, boy, how you say his name? Zoltan. Zl- Y'all seen dude wear Zoltan? Yeah, that's Zoltan. <laughs> Zoltan. Um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is his name. Damn, you know how to enunciate that shit. Bro, I, I was I watch I watch soccer, bro. He he played for Barcelona, so yeah. But Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, a long tenured soccer player, a great player. I mean, I'm a, I have to cut a promo on him too because he fucking up. But um, he has some comments to say about LeBron James in regards to you know politicians and sports, specifically LeBron, specifically LeBron, because he didn't say, he didn't talk about anybody else, but. They always Let's, talk with LeBron, man. Yeah, like leave that man alone, bro. Hold on, I'm, a, I'm a, I gotta find. Damn, why not just have that shit up too? I'm gonna pull Zlatan's comments up. I don't know if I can play that shit because I don't know if you don't get flagged, so I don't think I'm gonna play it. But, um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I searched Zlatan Ibrahimovic. You know what's the first thing that comes up on Twitter? Uh, the LeBron comments. No. Yeah, you know who came up first? Who? Los Angeles legend, BD Baron Davis. Oh, what BD said? He, he said, and I quote: "Zlatan, stay your ass out of LA. The galaxy suck, <laughs> LA. and you dumb as hell. Take that stolen Zuhan look and give it back to Zanlo. Zanlo, that's all you need to hear. That's all you need to hear. If an LA person tell you stay out of LA, you, you, you straight." Now I man, I'm trying to fucking find the damn. I'm trying to find the, the Zlatan statement because he he wrote about it. Um, what the he fuck? He said, "Stay out of LA." That's all you need to know. Oh, this is quoted. It was for it was part of a question, but he said, "I like LeBron. I like him a lot." He said, I like him as speaking of LeBron James a lot. He's phenomenal, but I don't like when a p- people with a status speak about politics. Do what you're good at doing. I play football because I'm the best playing football, which you kind of isn't anymore. That's another story. I'm no politician. If I'd been a politician, I would be doing politics. This is the first mistake famous people do when they become famous. For me, it is better to avoid certain topics and do what you're good doing. Otherwise, you risk doing something wrong, doing something wrongly. Now... Um, you know, let me read LeBron's comments and then I'll let you go and then I'll go because I, I got a problem to cut about this shit too because you motherfucker, white people out of control. LeBron James responded. So this happened earlier in the day these comments came out. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I was on a phone interview, so I didn't see it until later. But Le- Zlatan has Zlatan has said this earlier. Um, for the people, if you read this, who are listening to podcasts who don't know, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a football star great very good player i'm not you know he's a jackass and i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell you why later down on you know after we speak about this mm-hmm. i thought like bank school but a very good football player has played all over europe um recently played mls with the los angeles galaxy now he's back in italy playing for ac milan in the italian league in Serie A. but he's played for barcelona he started he's swedish um from bosnia descent which i'm gonna speak about that later because it's ironic he says this but um, very great player, a world class striker, still at almost forty years old, playing at a at a pretty high level. So that's who Zlatan Ibrahimovic is. If you want to go YouTube his highlights, go ahead. I do as you will. Um, <laughs> in response to LeBron James, um, 
I, he said, quote, and I quote, I will never shut up about pot things that are wrong. I preach about my people and I preach about equality, social justice, racism, voter suppression, things that go on in our community. I'll use my platform to continue to shed light on everything that's going on around this country and around the world. There's no way I would ever stick, just stick to sports because I understand how powerful this platform and my voice is. He's the guy who said in Sweden, he's speaking about Zlatan now. He's the guy who said in Sweden, he was, he's the guy who said in Sweden, he was talking about the same things because his last name wasn't something like a traditional Swedish last name. He felt like there was some racism going on. I speak from a very educated mind. I'm kind of the wrong guy to go at because I do my homework. Um, then this was, and then LeBron's comments were after the Lakers Blazers game that was on ESPN, um, last night, which was one civil car Saturday or Friday night. And he mm-hmm. kind of, he also, you know, um, he also, you know, shouted out, um, you know, Renee Montgomery, he shouted out the Atlanta dream. So he just, he discussed everything that was going on and understand. And basically he picked, you know, a lot of time picked the wrong guy to fuck with, but right. I'll let you go and, you know, say what you got to say before I get my promo off. So, man, look. If if he chooses being LeBron James to say what he wants to say about politics, what's going on in this country, this bullshit that goes on in this country, everything that has to do with our people, let that man say whatever he needs to say. See, my thing is with people, why you care? Why you want why do you care what somebody has to say if it ain't directly is affecting you or it's not directed at you and your people or your family? That's right. that's the problem with people. Everybody just want to talk and don't have shit to say. So that that that's the problem with uh, Zoltan. You know, you just Zoltan. I Zoltan. I don't know where I even fucking Zoltan. Yeah, but yeah. So with Zoltan, it's just like my thing is too, and I understand because you know most of the great people are gonna be hated on. They always come at LeBron, bro. You looking at the negative, you ain't seeing the positive he's doing. He got a school opening. Shouts out to Russ, another LA legend, South Central legend. He got a school opening up in LA as well. Uh, you know, they, they just looking at him and pointing at him for the things that he believes in. But then you told me he's a fan of Ali, right? Yeah. So the ironic part is that he said that his favorite athlete at one point was Muhammad Ali for what he did inside and outside the ring. I'm gonna play that shit because it's fucking interesting. Hold on, I'm gonna you, I tweet. Do football players get CTE? Do soccer players? Get, I mean, they get concussions. It's possible. Okay, so he must have had a couple of them. I, I do not recall that, but I, I'll play it for you right now. Let me let me find. I'm gonna. I gotta scroll through and uh. Oh, hold on. Ali was Muhammad Ali. For me, he was a big inspiration. He was my idol. This was one of my dreams to meet him, but it will not happen. But what he did for in the ring, outside ring, nobody will reach halfway of what he did. He put it color, not for one country, put it color for the whole world and what he stood for. So he's a big inspiration to to take after. Yeah, Boris, all lives matter is tripping. I don't know. What was this when he said this? This was years ago. I think this was like a this was this was a while ago. And I think LeBron I mean Muhammad has, Ali passed Muhammad Ali passed when twenty sixteen. I mean, it was like yeah, it was like four or five years ago. So this was Muhammad. I'll tell you right now. So yeah, he passed the summer of twenty sixteen. So this was five years ago when Zlatan was yeah, I remember vividly. for 
who was Zlatan playing for at the time? Because he's played for a lot of teams. At this time, he was in match. Okay, yeah, he was in. He was still in Europe at the time. So this was something that happened. This he probably talked about that in Europe. And LeBron yeah, has he, been kind of on on doing this for a while now. It's kind of been quote unquote yeah. political for a while now. So I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, from what I remember correctly, that was more so since LeBron's kind of used his voice more since technology. Yeah, yeah, like since Trayvon, I, I the farthest I remember LeBron being more of a voice and using his voice and his platform for things was probably Trayvon Martin, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Was that situation? So, oh, man, I let me start off by saying, as a football, basically, he told him to shut up and dribble. That's what he said. I'm gonna just keep it at that. Mind you, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a 39-year-old. This is... Hey, what'd you say? Europeans tend to have this tendency to keep telling him to do that. Okay, so let, let, me, let, me, let me preface this by telling you who Zlatan Ibrahimovic is, right? This is a 39-year-old man who still speaks about himself in the third person, who still calls himself a god and a lion, and once said that his man bun gives him powers. Now, granted, I'm a 29-year-old man. I happen to have a man bun and long hair. I do not say that the power's in my hair. I'm not fucking... He thinks he's pushing T. That's not how this works. So, you need... There's a lot of time you need to fucking relax. Also, you know sound what? like a GTA 4 character. That too. Um, yes, he sounds like... He, he sounds like a, a GTA 4 boss, but... Nico's this is... Nico Bellic. That's what you want to sound like. Bruh. There's, okay, so there's that too. Now, mind you... Um, if for the soccer fans, you know the Champions League is the big is the European tournament that happens amongst the club teams, the best club teams from Europe all year, and the Champions League is the trophy that is awarded. It's a tournament basically, aside from the regular country seasons. Like you know, there's the Premier League in England, there's Serie A in Italy, there's Liga One in France, La Liga in Spain, and the Bundesliga in Germany. Those are the big five leagues. That's what they call the big five leagues in Europe. That's where some of the best soccer players are all over the world. They go to play in those big five leagues. So in the in the UEFA Champions League, which is the European uh, Union, which is all of those leagues out of Europe, go play in the Champions League. There's a qualification tournament. You play in group stages. Then it turns into knockout stages. And then the winner of the Champions League is considered the best club team in Europe. Zlatan Ibrahimovic has won. And I'm, we're going to go from sports to personal to, to how he is as a person. He's won the league, the domestic league title in four countries, which is impressive. He did it with Barcelona one year. He did it with, he's done it with in Inter Milan. He did, he played, you know, he did it in, in France with PSG, with Paris Saint-Germain. He's done it in England. Like he's won, he's won titles. Basically any team he's won in, he's won a league title in their respective, in that respective country. He's never won a Champions League. And I'm like, you know why he hasn't won the Champions League? Because God don't fucking like ugly. Right. You know and what I'm saying? Man. Like, right. And God don't like ugly. And the man and the man. Oh, I got to cut my camera off because I don't know what my dog's doing. But I'm going to still talk. So, mind you, this man, this man, like, you say all this shit. You, you speak about yourself in the third person. You do all this wild stuff. And I'm like, God don't like ugly because you cannot win. The one thing that people think you, people still talk shit about you for not winning. You know, this is a guy who, who thinks like he's built like he's a fucking wrestling action figure or something. He he gave you know what's that you know what's a lot of time Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic gives me? 
he gives me very like is it extreme for me to say Terry Balea vibes? Uh no, nah, because he hasn't dropped the nah. Or is he more maybe, of a or maybe we haven't heard it yet? What's a wrestler that's lots of like the way he's speaking? What is what is a wrestler he reminds you of? Does he give me like that, on Anderson vibes? Yeah, talks in and uh like third person. Yeah, like very like shut up and dribble to the new guys. Probably Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, he's like Jeff Jarrett, but with a man butt. He's putting himself like, over. And, yeah, you know like, I mean, you good, but you ain't that good. No, he's a great play. Like he's good, but it's like, bro, you talk out of your ass too much, and then you fucking lie about shit. He might not be Jeff Jarrett. I don't damn, bro. I'm gonna probably, give you time probably, to think about that. Oh uh, no, no, no! Probably Scott Hall, maybe. Cause or Kevin Nash, cause they always got some shit to say about somebody other than they homeboys. Yeah, but is Kevin Nash racist? Or says people know. shut up and dribble? I don't really know. Nah, that. I don't know about that, but I, I don't know. He I know just Scott Hall. He just oh, remind me of an eighty. He, he remind me of an old eighty. He he remind me of like an old eighties white wrestler that just like doesn't understand this, but. Okay, so he just said Legion of Boom, all both of them together. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. But the thing with this is like, you know, you tell first of all, you don't know what's going on in America. Right. You don't know what's going on in Italy. You know, whatever's going on in Italy, because you play from a line, you're from Sweden. Talk about what's going on there. And if you don't want to talk about what's going on there, cool. But don't don't go out of your way to go criticize somebody else for using their platform and their voice for something that's right. For a man who's, you know, listen, we could talk about LeBron and talk about his sports, his numbers, <coughs> and criticize him off the court and comparing to people. But the thing is, is like off the court, like he's been a political act. You know, I don't want to say activist because that's a term that's a little bit strange. But he's used his voice to speak about voter suppression and racism and injustice and inequality and all the likes of that. So, um, hold on one second, bro. Hold on. But yeah, he's you know he goes into all of he goes into all of that stuff. So in regards to that, like. All right, so what my brother's trying to say is before the pit bull went crazy, I think that's the pit bull. So he uses his voice properly. Once again, LeBron has never been in trouble. We've never seen him get in trouble. He's never been in any type of gossip column for things that are accurate or, you know, what we perceive to be inaccurate. Uh, He built a school, once again. I don't know how major or how people don't understand how major that is. That's definitely major, especially from the area he's from and giving back to, you know, unprivileged kids. He's used his voice properly from everything with Trayvon Martin and knowing word. He's done everything that you need to do as a being. Right. But once again, it goes to the point of what I'm saying. When you're trying to do right, people are going to make sure they're trying to make sure that you're going to do wrong. So, and then every time somebody does this, he responds in the right way. It's never passive aggressive, just straight to the point. And I love it. So it's just somebody else that just has something to say about him. I don't really have too much else to say about it. He handled it the way that you're supposed to handle it. Uh, he has nothing to prove on and off the court. He's still giving to people. If I'm LeBron, I'm responding the same way to every time somebody says something uh, about me. It's like, all right, bro, you got your opinion. About it's my fault. 
my my dog was going crazy, but it's all settled. Um, yeah, so, um, the thing with the the thing with this again is you basically said everything I was going to say in regards to LeBron has used his voice for he's decided to use his voice for other things, <clears throat> which is you know for opening a school for speaking about racism and justice and equality of expression and mm-hmm. all the likes. Um. Meanwhile, Zlatan Ibrahimovic has decided to use his voice to call to speak about himself in third verse, third person, call himself a lion, call himself a god, say his man bunkers and powers like he's a fucking action figure. That's all um, cocaine, sir. That's not your man. Bro. And and the thing too is he's just a fucking asshole. Like it is funny because we kind of, you know, he any coach he's coach he's coached with he's gotten into it with. For one. That's why he got driven out of Barcelona, you know, for the soccer fans who listen to this, that's why he left Barcelona after one year, because Pep Guardiola was like, bro, I'm not dealing with your shit no more. You mm-hmm. fucking my shit up. And you know what happened? Barcelona ended up having the three greatest years of that fucking franchise's history, which as a fan of Barcelona, I'm forever grateful for. So it's a lot of time. Thanks for leaving, you motherfucker. Anyways, um, moving forward with that, this is, like I said, this is a guy... LeBron decides to use his voice to, you know, obviously he has his little jokes with Taco Tuesday and whatever, but when it comes to being so my injustices and shit, he decides to use his voice for that. Meanwhile, this guy talks about himself in third person. Right. Says a lot. <clears throat> and in regards to the Sweden thing, because there was the comment where he said, it's ironic that this guy's telling me this when this guy says that he went through racism. This is an article. There's an article I posted. There's an article I read, and it was from a Swedish website where they basically discussed that. Because the thing is, Latan Ibrahimovic, he's, he was born in Sweden. But that last name is Bosnian. He's a mm. refugee. He's tech, he's actually a refu a, a refugee of but from Bosnian parents. So he's not Swedish. His family fled fled to Sweden because of the result of everything that was going on, you know, at that you know in the world at that time. So for you to be actually say that you're dealing with undercover racism, because according to him, he's like, because my na- my last name isn't Sorison or Anderson, they treat me different. So it's like for you to go and say, oh, like a couple years ago that Muhammad Ali was your was great for what he did inside and outside the ring. And then a couple two this is and this article was two years ago where he talked about all oh, like yeah. you're a victim of undercover racism because your last name happens to be different from a typical Swedish last name and they they paint you in a different light. For you to go on and say that and then to go say this about like LeBron James of all people, like that's highly fucking hypocritical. And it goes to show why people think you're a fucking asshole. Like, he's a... This is... Like, I'm not going to respect... Like, and LeBron handled it the right way. Because if it was me, I would have been like, bro, this is... I'm not hearing this motherfucker talk. This is a guy who calls himself... Like I said, calls himself a god and a lion. And all types of shit. And is almost 40 years old. Bro, you 40 years old calling yourself all types of deities. Like, bro, you a human fucking being that happens to be really good at playing soccer. Like, relax. And the thing, you who know put what I mean? Mike asked in this question, though, like, how this did LeBron name brought up? It was from Discovery Plus. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was with, with uh, in regards to them, but I don't, you know, it doesn't show exactly. It did. They didn't even have the full interview out. So, but regardless, it doesn't. Even I don't even want to. You can't even. This is not one of those things where like certain things where that happens where it's like oh it's taken out of context or he was baited into that because. I'm not believing that because for me, from watching, you know, football, soccer for the last 
you know, 15, 20 years, I would say a little around 15 years, like there's a lot of times that type of guy. Like, so that's why when he said it, I'm like, bro, you really like, I know you one of them third person speaking yourself a third person pompous motherfuckers. But like for you to get to this point, like you must've been bored. Like, I guess you'll see like for you to go into that and say all that shit, like that shit was crazy to me. Cause I'm just like, why? Like what? I understand LeBron's the biggest target to pick because of who he is, but LeBron, as much as we could discuss about him and we, he's a polarizing person to some people, you know, I respect his greatness on the court and I respect what he does off the court. Like there's a lot of time he's going to go open up a fucking school. He's just going to talk about himself, talk about himself in the third person for the next two to three years. Or right. as long as he's retired, like no it's two different people, bro. Huh? And I'm kids trying to hear his all time talk about it, so. I don't want you to talk about that shit. I want you to talk about yourself talking about you a god on the line and shit, and then you can't even win a ball. You shut up to kick a ball. You can't use your yeah. <laughs> soccer, but bro, I just can't get what I can't use my hands. Right. Like you you know, if if you don't want to talk about what happened what's happening in Sweden and Italy, and I'll talk about that, then all right, yo, stick to yourself and go talk about football all you want. But for you to go out of your way to criticize a man who's doing the right thing for people, like that's kind of like that's kind of crazy to me. It's like, come on, man. That's how I be like, though, bro. These motherfuckers, like these these motherfuckers, get all these euros and all these people get all this money. They go quick to criticize LeBron, like. And I'm not a LeBron defender. I'm not any of that way. But it just comes. Is this is a this is a moral values and principles issues compared to a, a sports issue, right? And like, if you you know, for you for him or all people to say that, like. The the timeline is turning on him quick because like if you literally Google his name, everybody's like, bro, this guy's a fucking asshole. Like, don't mm-hmm. like whatever whatever comes out of his mouth, he's talking out of his ass. This is the same guy, like I said, speaks to himself in a in a third person, calls himself all kinds of deity titles and holy names and shit. Like, has nothing to show. And it's funny because people are starting to say, like, we know why you ain't win the Champions League because you be doing fuck shit like this. Like, God don't reward people like this. Exactly. Like, and for you to criticize LeBron James like that, like that shit surprised me because I'm like, all right, maybe he's in his own little world, but for him to go into that, I'm just like And bro, you way overseas. Why you worried about what's going on over here? What you worry? Yeah, like you in fucking Italy. You motherfucking like half the fucking country you damn near die from coronavirus. Go worry about that. Right. But because he's in his own little world and he's in his own little mansion, like he just it's it's me. I'm Zlatan. I'm the fucking high exalted soccer player. Like everybody else could, what you know, I could, the the world could burn and he don't care as long as he's the best. As long as he could talk about himself, he don't give a fuck. Right. That's the type of guy you should worry about. But the thing, like, how you talking about you going under under, like, what the fuck is undercover racism? Like, you a refugee, bro? Like, what the like it? That's the thing too. Like you're a fucking refugee. Like you should understand how this shit works. Just because Sweden is nice, the only thing we know about Sweden recently is that they fucking put Ace at Rock in jail for a fucking year for smacking up somebody who's trying to beat a girl up. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you discuss injustices in Sweden? You don't discuss about that because shit must be nice and peachy for you over there. Right. You just mad because you're not getting publication because your last name is a Bosnian name and because you a refugee. Like, there's bigger shit to worry about in America. There's a lot of shit that needs to be talked about. You not you're not in America. You're in Italy. Mm-hmm. Your fucking country got the country you're play, the country you play soccer in right now got decimated by COVID. Yeah, like worry about that. Don't worry about what's going on over here. We're not. We don't. We don't. We, us in America, our, us American players, 
we're using our voice to speak about things that are going on in America. We're not talking about what's going on in Italy. We're not shutting up. You know, players aren't going to shut up and dribble. Players aren't going to shut up and swing a bat no more or throw a football. Players are not going to do that shit anymore because enough is enough. Now, if mm-hmm. shit is good for you over there, then go talk about fucking playing football over there. Go talk about Serie A and go talk about AC Milan. We don't want to hear you talk about LeBron James. But that's why he. That's why. That's why motherfuckers don't fuck with him like that. Mm-hmm. That's why Baron Davis said what he said. That you he a fucking goofy. And nobody, and he was an asshole. Nobody like him in L.A. <laughs> if Baron Darius tell you stay out of L.A., you might want to stay out, bro. You might want to so, stay out of L.A., my bro. <laughs> stay out of L.A., I'm trying to tell you. The OG said it. Baron Davis was playing Don't Come to L.A. while he was writing that tweet. Right, so, hey, bro. You better keep that man bun over there. Don't try to go down Venice with your shirt off running through the sand. Showing your tattoos and shit. Right. Fake ass Steven Adams. Call call yourself a... What you call him a fake ass Steven Adams? Yeah. Tell us about it here, Aquaman. That bullshit. That may may be the title of this episode. Fake ass Steven (laughs) Adams. I was going to... I was gonna say Devin Booker, Shane Falco, but I think fake ass Steven Adams might win that one, bro. Hey, that's awkward. Aquaman head ass. Fucking don't mess with this Latan head ass. Right, right. Motherfucker sound like a motherfucker first name sound like a Power Rangers weapon. You don't get the fuck out of here with that shit. Weird ass motherfucker, man. Or waffle, whatever they eat over there. You know what's crazy, bro? I have one of his PSG jerseys. I'm about to sell that shit. Oh, you sell it for ten dollars in a bag of chips. I'm gonna sell it on eBay for like a hundred, like one hundred eleven dollars. Like anybody want this fucking jersey? Somebody will buy it. Not just a fuck. Somebody will buy it. Motherfucker, is always being sold. Shit, I bought that jersey like ten years ago, bro. I'm about to sell that bitch. It might be worth something. I tried to get rid of it. Fake Stephen Adams. Fake ass Stephen Adams. Yo, I just bro, that shit just um, bro. Uh, white people, bro. And That's he it. a white refugee. He a white refugee. Oh yeah, so he really feel like he in power. He really feel like the world's done him bad. Undercover racism, my ass. You can get the fuck out of here with that show because your last name is different. Fucking people, bro. Hey, man. We talked about a lot today. This is this is probably our long one of our longest episodes. Uh you know I mean? it's definitely the, the longest since the first one. I know that. I mean, hey man. The world was worlding this week, so that's what's up. Thank you for that world, because we need the content. So uh, yeah, definitely. All right, so I guess we get up out of here. Uh it's been great. It's mm-hmm. volume 10. Uh show your work. My brother, go ahead and get your plug in. As we exit. Right, so, so follow me at who is original W H O I S O R I G I N E L. Follow me on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'll just be talking shit on Twitter, man. That's all. I'm just here to voice my opinions, talk about sports, talk about the world. So, follow me. Follow, you know, rate, like, subscribe, follow the podcast too. You know, we doing episodes weekly. So, another yeah. one, man. Another one. Uh, plug, plug yourself. I know. Follow me at Banks No Rest 2, B-A-N-K-S-N-O-R-E-S-T-2 on IG and Twitter. 
see what I got going on over there. Uh, okay. Once again, it's another one, volume 10 of Show Your Work. The busiest man in podcasting, Banks, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that, but, but somebody out there working, but you know, I want to be working too. We all work. The, the whole point of it all is you're doing something with your life. That's all that matters. That's it. That's a fact, bro. You know what I mean? So, but another one. Thanks. We out. See you next week. Episode 11. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant tweets. We got, we got to get this Kevin Durant tweets episode, bro. I hate that every time we get one, like, we got bad shit to talk about, but Kevin Durant telling like, tell like cash doll, I'm KD. You cash doll like caps is fucking incredible. <laughs> Imagine if we would have did the episode and then that would have came out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. I, I swear. Now, I promise you, if you listen to this podcast, we, we need to get a KD tweets episode. I think we need to, like, compile, like, five and then, like, we get if we get we get special guests to like we'll tell people yo send your bet send your favorite KD tweets and we just read them off. We won't say that for like a week when when sports are dead. Like if it's a week where sports is like interesting, like isn't really much, I promise you we're gonna have a KD tweets episode and we're gonna discuss this. The cash doll tweet has made the list now. So yeah. thank you, Kevin Durant. He's he's taking and, it back to the old KD with that. And he hurt and he hurt. So some some there may be some more tweets in the pipeline, man. Yeah, he got stuff to get off his chest now. <laughs> but yeah, man. Without all that being said, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Rate, yes. like, follow, subscribe on everything. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We are on Anchor. Uh, we're on YouTube. We everywhere. Wherever you want to listen or watch, watch me. Like, I don't really be on camera much. I just happen to have a good day today, so I decided to be on camera. But we still, yeah. man, we appreciate everybody's support. And... So next time, man, we out of here. We'll see y'all. Yeah. Peace.